Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. Chief Executive Officer for Independent Food Distributors of Australia is Richard Forbes. He joins us this morning as Brisbane uh, is in the global spotlight for agricultural talks. Uh, more than 100 leading thinkers are expected to talk across several high-level events to discuss the future of sustainable and resilient food systems. Pretty special place this Queensland is, and Richard joins us this morning. Thanks for being with us, mate. Yeah, good idea. Uh, look, there, there is definitely we are at a, a fork in the road and we are, in my belief, really taking the right steps um, to look at how our future looks for the agricultural industry and how we can continue to have these supply chains um, and also be able to, you know, mitigate the attacks that come from climate change and, and the high energy costs and the instability and the labour shortages, they're all huge factors, but the biggest thing is that we're that we are addressing them. Yeah, that's right. And um, I think of all the things to come out of the, the pandemic, you know, people talk about all the negatives and rightly so, but one of the positives is that there's been disruptions um, globally and domestically to our supply chain. So the Food Supply Chain Alliance was formed and it really is a representation of nine national food industry bodies. And we came up with four pillars, and one of them was labour shortages, and we worked out across the supply chain. We were short about 170,000 workers. One of the other pillars was the supply chain itself. What are the learnings? And I guess when you think about the fact that we've had empty shelves for consumers in the city, uh, in the supermarket, that was the real spotlight moment. And sure. it basically said... The supply chain in Australia, like any other country, is like a jigsaw puzzle. And we feel right now, with the number of natural disasters we're having, the the forecast from the State of the Climate Report that they're not going to go anywhere in the future. We've got geopolitical tensions, you know, uh, in Russia, Ukraine. You know, we don't know what's going to, to come at us from the rest of the world and how that's going to disrupt um, our food system. So we thought, right, we, we've, we've really all got to get together and we've got to start examining and analysing how food gets from the farm right through to the plate. And that's what this is all about. So can we talk about when you get your four pillars and, and you look at these and, and you get this and you're right about when, when we had the food shortages, I don't think anybody fully understood just how reliant we are on agriculture and our supply chain and if we don't have systems in place it it, it would see like that it was like a a, we all knew it but it was like to the general public of the southeast of australia on the eastern seaboard australia it was like okay well now you now you understand the importance of making sure that we've got everything under control and we, we we know that our farmers are right we know that our our trucking our packaging our abattoirs all these systems need to be in place and you talked about the jigsaw but you talk about there's some things we just can't control. We can't control the political landscape and, and what goes on around the world, but we certainly can supply uh, control trying to address labour shortages, and they're a huge factor as well. Do you guys look into into these kind of things in your pillars and go, okay, well, let's come up with some solutions around this, or is it more identifying that and going to our leaders, our political leaders, and, and showing them these are the risks if you continue to go down a path? I think it's a bit of both, Ben. Um, I think that one of the things that the the alliance has 
been able to establish is that we can't just think about agriculture on its own and we can't just think about retail on its own. We need to look at the food supply chain in Australia and say, right, in the domestic market, farmers will sell raw ingredients to suppliers who will process it, who will then sell it to my members who are distributors, largely independent family-owned businesses. They own warehouses. And they sell their product to about 60,000 commercial venues that makes up the hospitality industry. Um, And then, of course, food is also um, sold to independent supermarkets. And then you've got Coles and Woolies. So we can't look at one particular cog in the food supply chain wheel anymore. We have to get together and we have to say, right, if there is a flood in... um, Queensland or in New South Wales or in Victoria, um, or if there is a bushfire, what are the ramifications of that? And what, what I mean by that is we need to look at what food is grown at what time of year and where. Uh, what are our transport systems? What do the networks look like? So, you know, all of the trucks on the road at any, any time of day, where are they going and what are they delivering? We don't have a proper understanding of that. And I think once we map out the food system so that if governments know that a certain type of food is grown at a certain time of year and those crops have just been flooded, they can help prepare and plan themselves. But we can also inform the community better. And at the moment, that's not working. We can also look at things like You know, we have a very underdeveloped processing sector out in regional Australia. So what can governments do to incentivise the establishment of more processing plants so that we can value-add raw ingredients? All of these types of things can reduce the amount of food that's imported into Australia. So there's a whole range of things we need to look at through the food supply chain which is why we welcome the announcement last Friday of the establishment of a food security inquiry. And that really is looking at the supply chain, how it works, um, and how we can ensure and stabilise food prices into the city by having a better understanding of how the food supply chain works in this country. And at the moment, honestly... We don't have that knowledge. Oh, and we don't have it at the moment. I mean, every single day I hear in Brisbane people saying, gee whiz, groceries are getting dearer. Um, we, we, and and I suppose in a lot of ways, Richard, you would like to try and stabilise the food fluctuations and try and get a consistent, dependable product that, you know, within within reason is, you know, is consistently there at a price where everybody can get it, take a bit of skin out of it. Yeah, that's right. And I think that, ultimately, the more efficient the supply chain from paddock to plate, um, it's better for farmers, it's better for suppliers and distributors, and it will certainly be better for consumers. Because as I said at the very start, <coughs> excuse me, this ain't going anywhere. No. I mean, we've had three natural disasters in three years. The State of, state of the Climate Report, um, which is done by the CSIRO and the Bureau of Meteorology, it takes a medium to long-term view of climate. It's basically saying more prolonged periods in drought, heavier rainfall events and more extreme fire days. That's what's coming in Australia. So that means that if we don't look at um, the impact of those food disruptions, 
on the community that we're not really doing our job. We have to we have to plan for the future. We have to have a resilient agricultural sector, but a resilient supply chain at the same time. Yeah, well said. Um, interesting. What to from now? And you're pushing this, obviously, when you formed and you've got all these letters and now that there is an inquiry into this, how long does that take till we get some dead set answers and results? Well, the, the submissions for this inquiry um, uh, have to be in by uh, the 9th of December. So that's a fairly short time frame and we welcome that. We, we've, we've got to, got to get on top of this thing because, because of all the factors we've just talked about. I don't think that um, the... Um, House of Reps Parliamentary Standing Committee for Agriculture will have called for this inquiry unless they did uh, feel that uh, it was as important as we we believe it to be so. So I think recommendations from those submissions will probably occur in the first three months of next year and we'll be certainly holding government to account and saying, well, and this should be bipartisan, by the way, Labor and Colorado. Yeah. Coalition, we need to ensure the recommendations are implemented, and that's going to be our job. Yeah, I appreciate your time. I think uh, we'll definitely talk again. You make a lot of sense, and, and they're very, very, very important issues because we actually need to have this happen sooner rather than later. Chief Executive Officer for the Independent Food Distributors of Australia, Richard Forbes, appreciate your time this morning on Rural Queensland today. Thanks for your interest, Ben. Good on you. We'll take a break, come back with more. This is Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network.